We've all been there. You're going to dinner at a restaurant, you walk in, and the first thing you do is scan the shelves behind the bar to see what the whiskey selection is. Usually, there's a handful that are almost always guaranteed to be in stock. So this week, we're discussing which one of these staples is your go-to whiskey when the selection is limited. It's a common decision we all have to make, and if you're new to whiskey, we try to help steer you in the right direction. So pour a dram and settle in. This is the Cash Chasers Podcast. Welcome to the Cash Chasers Podcast, everybody. I'm Scott. We have Bobby Bird in the studio. How's it going? And Mr. Aaron Pross. Hey, guys. Welcome, guys, and welcome to the Cash Chasers Podcast. Thank you for joining us this week and for uh, always being great fans. We appreciate you guys. We do. Yeah. And uh, so this week, we wanted to take a, a topic that I feel like, you know, we, we try to appeal to, to newer whiskey lovers, and I feel like the topic this week is going to... Uh, it's to really appeal to them. And and I bet that some of our more experienced listeners will also have a take on this. So I'm excited to get to that. But first, we have a great tasting this week. And uh, this comes out of your, your collection, doesn't it, Bobby? It does. It does. Um, it's uh, the Weller uh, Weller's Special Reserve. It's um, They're easier to obtain, still difficult to obtain, unfortunately, uh, uh, bourbons, weeded bourbon uh, from the Buffalo Trace Distillery. Um, so Buffalo Trace obviously has Buffalo Trace. You'll find Eagle Rare, the Weller lineup, which is a cool, great lineup. Pappy, uh, Van Winkle, Rip Van Winkle. Say, yeah. There's a lineage to Pappy there, which right. a lot of people are starting to become uh, aware of. Yeah, especially recently with the uh, with the awards. And yeah, such. yeah. There are Wellers that I uh, that I prefer over. Uh, we'll we'll do a. I think we're going to do the Rip Van Winkle tasting sometime. Sure. And we did it together, the three of us. And we preferred. We had. Um, what did we have at my house? Was it the antique? I don't know. Oh yes, it was yeah, the I red label. The, the red, yep. Yeah. So the antique, the 107, and we preferred that over mm-hmm. the uh, the Rip Van Winkle. Which fun fact about the Rip Van Winkle? That's what we. Uh, that's what we drank over as we came up with the idea of this podcast. That's, that's true. exactly. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So you know what? Thank you, Buffalo wow. Trace Distillery. <laughs> so I, I'll, I will. So. I like to say that this one's easily obtainable. And in my neck of the woods, it cost $45. Um, and that's going to change and vary. It's actually harder to find now. And this is February 2020 for reference. Right. Um, it's unfortunate that it's hard to find. Cause sure. it's, and it's actually pricier. There's places out there that can't even, won't even, can't even, won't get it at mm-hmm. all. Um, this one was actually bought by my neighbor and friend, um, Perry Stewart, who found it thanks perry thank name you perry drop. name drop she actually found two bottles uh, three bottles three bottles nine um, bottles and um i was she i, I bought one from her and then a, another friend um jason who's in our group jason hi jason um name in our drop. Group. yep he uh he actually got me this one mm-hmm. so he found this one for us so that's the one we're drinking now and i'm about halfway through this bottle it is sublime and I can't wait for you guys to try it. It's it's fan- for for an easy daily. Well, not really daily since it's so hard to get. But for a you know forty five percent ABV. You know I love weeded bourbons. I'm a big fan of the sweet you know nutty 
taste of a good weeded yeah. bourbon. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's just an impressive bourbon and and a great price point. That that if you can find it, if, if you, you can, can find, find it, it, yes, you usually can get it at a great price point. It's sadly becoming a unicorn. Yeah, and I, yes. I, I think yeah. before the Wellers started, you know, blowing up within the past five months, six months, whatever. Um, you could get this one for eh, 30, 35, something yeah. like that. Oh, now yeah. it's up to what? Like it, you said 40, 45, somewhere in there. And if you can find it. worth 40, 45 to me. Sure. I've, I've stupidly have seen it. I've seen this for $200 yeah. in the New York market. It's ridiculous. That do not pay $200. It's, that's ridiculous. It goes, it's the same, it's the same recipe, I guess. I mean, different barrel selection, things like that. But as, um, as your pappies, you know, the Weller is. Well, there's, I mean, there's obviously the mash bill maybe a little bit different. It might even be the same mash bill. I have to do some research on that. But it for its price point, it is it's it's really. I and mean, we're going to get into the tasting, obviously. But I'm I'm just really impressed with it. Again, more of a Scotch guy, right? But if I'm reaching for if I'm reaching for if I have my pick of a bourbon, I'm I'm picking a wheat a weeded bourbon, and that's a that's a heck of a bourbon right cool. there. So yeah, well, yeah. Shall we nose and taste and we all the shall. things we do? Let's yeah. do that. The- all right. Cheers, guys. Cheers. So I noted on the nose, first off, beautiful nose. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Caramel, all that, but like a red wine, like a um, like a, like a, like a dry red wine on the nose. Okay. Mm. Not on the palate at mm-hmm. all, but yeah. on the nose. So, so I, I get kind of what you're saying there a little bit on the nose. Um, maybe... Yeah, I'll, it's almost like lavender. Okay. Okay. I'm, like get, I'm getting almost like a, not a dry, I'm really not getting a dry red wine. I'm you know getting they, more of like a, they, like, like a port or something can like I that. Can I say, it's, uh, I, I'm saying wine, but almost, and it reminds me, rose water kind mm. of. Oh, okay. That, kinda, and that, you, know and I mean? you were saying, what did you just say, jasmine? Or no, lavender. 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 Yeah. Okay. Two different. So, yeah, but the lavender, I, yeah, I can okay. get that now. I mean, yeah. it's faint. Yeah. So I'm on, on the nose and on the taste, I'm getting like a, like a butterscotch candy, oh almost, yeah, you know, like uh, we we've you know alluded to some things having a little bit of like that Werther's original sort of yeah, taste, yeah. To, and I'm getting I'm getting a lot of that, like pl- but not over not like overpoweringly sweet on it, you know, more of that sort of like brown sugar butterscotchy happiness. I I really I really like this one. Well, that's the wheat, sweet wheat, mm-hmm. malty, the butterscotch. I wrote that down because I get that too. Um, it's just it's a really rich, creamy bourbon, and yeah. um, you know, and as much as I like it, and I kind of get this with a lot of bourbons, just a short finish. Yeah. yeah, nothing sticking around. You know what I mean? But it's got it's got a little a little something a little more not peppery on on the finish that is lasting with me, almost like a um, almost like a like a Christmas cookie cinnamony oh yeah thing going on on the finish. I get like that. It just just. That that one, it, it's it's barely even a flavor. It's almost a feeling. Did you think like, about ethanol once? No, right. that. Well, no. that's that's what I wanted to say was that the acetone the the, the is very light. I the, I know what you're saying, Aaron, and it's not quite like a nutmeg, but it's mm. it, but maybe it maybe it is almost like a, it's it's that sort of that sort of yeah. Taste and like to I said, it. It, it's more it's more of a feeling than a than a flavor right. to me. Right, like, it's just and, I call, and, and whether the that's cheeks. Nut- that yeah, spicy yeah, kind of yeah. yeah, I like that. But not, but not like a pepper spice. Not like a not not like a not like a heavy rye. Obviously, you know, it's it's a weeded bourbon. They're pulling the rye out that you would usually have there and replacing it with the wheat. But um, 
it's not that rye peppery spice. It's it's more of a I don't know how else to explain it aside from like a nutmeg cinnamon yeah. Christmas cookie yep. sort of thing. Yep. I I really like that. I like that. A I lot. love that a lot. Yeah. I'd, I'd put I'd put this up there with the um as far as um like how much I enjoy it as a bourbon. I'd put it up there with the with the McKenna we tasted. Um, I, I find them. I I thought and I because I tasted this not too long ago mm-hmm. against the McKenna and. I love the Henry McKenna, but I prefer this over it. Mm-hmm. The Henry was a little hot. It was more. It was hotter. Yeah, the Henry. The the Henry has had does have more of that peppery. Yeah. sort of feeling. Whereas yeah. this replaces that with the cinnamon ish type thing, which I think is a little more subtle. And, yeah. and this one, I I feel like the acetone is really oh, subtle really in the beginning, good. but almost like a very light light wave of it. Because as yeah. it's finishing, as it's kind of like coming down your your throat there. Uh, as when I notice the burn, I don't notice it up front. Mm-hmm. I don't get it at, at all during the, while I'm tasting it. But after I've swallowed it, I finished it. Then, I, then that burn kind of like slowly waves itself it's, in there. It's 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 less of, less of a burn and more of a warmth. Yeah, if that yeah, makes sense. That and yeah, make it sense. sort of creeps yeah. into it. But th- this is from a flavor profile standpoint. This is a horrible example. But from like the physical feeling that you get from it, um, it's more. I'm getting the uh, like like if you have a hot spicy chili that you make that when you first start eating it it's just so good you just keep scooping it and scooping it and scooping it and wow this is really good and then you're five minutes in and you're sweating and you don't realize it and and you know your sinuses are all cleared out it's almost that as far as the it's I'm not saying it tastes like chili um as as far as I yeah that was, <laughs> but uh, like that sort of feeling where it creeps up on you it remind taste it again. From smell, from nose to finish, it reminds me of a nice, spicy, and by spicy, I mean cinnamon, um, rice pudding with raisins. That's it. Right? That's it. That's almost exactly what this is mm-hmm. like. Yeah. And let's talk about the color as well, because the color is uh, is fantastic. It's it's not the not that dark mahogany, or, or, or I think we a light came caramel. up. But like a light caramel, amb- mm-hmm. a darker amber. But very uh, pleasant. Very pleasant yeah. color. And it's a bourbon, so no dye. It's gorgeous. So that, Ooh, good that's point. just what it looks like. Good point. That's, that's just natural. what it looks yeah. like. That's that's amazing point. Yeah. So if you're looking for, you know, a high end bourbon and you don't have the means or the ability to get your hands, which is difficult. And I say ability, I don't mean financial ability. I mean just it's hard to find. This is one that if you can find it, or at least put some effort into into searching for it, you know, calling around things like that. It's worth having on your shelf. Mm. Definitely worth having on your shelf, and Absolutely. it competes. It competes with some of your more expensive bourbons out there. I would say so. And I, as we wrap this up, we we got to ask the question. I was hesitant to uh, to you know giving over to the question. Physically, we gotta, did we got to ask the question? Would you steal it? Since I haven't paid the person back that gave it to me, <laughs> you, you already have did. stolen it. You I, did steal I it. I did steal it. <laughs> <laughs> I would. But I, I, yeah. I ba- you know, stealing it's our five star review. That's by the right. Way. For that's the, right. For the new folks, would you steal it? Would as you a, steal it as a five star? Would you uh, go to prison for this? So <laughs> me, <laughs> me, ba- based on the rarity of being able to find it right now alone, yeah, I would yeah. steal the it. The rarity plays a big point. If it was, if this was easy to find, I probably wouldn't steal it. But yeah. uh, but the fact that it it's so hard to come by right now, of course, yeah. But it makes sense that it's hard to find because of how good it is. I will mm-hmm. tell you this. I when I review and the point of our group, our enthusiast group, and the you know the podcast is to kind of put people that are in the in the in the in the industry that are in the know 
in front of people that don't know or that are new to it. That's kind of our point. And I like to do the same thing with bourbon. So I like to review bourbons that everybody can get. Because I hate when somebody's like, I don't hate because I, you know, have somebody like, this is a 1962 Highland Park 25 year. I'll watch that for the, you know, yeah, like it's yeah. porn. You know what I mean? Like, right. oh my God. But I'll never get my hands on that. Never get right. to be a part yeah, of it. Exactly. This is something that you can get your hands on. Yep. I hate how rare it is now. Yeah. And it even says on the back of the bottle something along the lines of, you know, obtainable. And I'll, I'll try to read it. And it's unfortunately not. Um, let me see if I can find it. It says, they're talking about the creator. His weeded recipe bourbon had a softer, smoother taste that became very popular. Pappy Van Winkle eventually merged Weller's namesake with the company. Um, I'm trying to find where I read. I thought it was on the bottle. Basically, they they say it's an easily obtainable, get-your-hands-on bottle, but right. it's really not anymore. Right, no. Yeah. I thought it was on the back of the bottle. I was wrong. All right. I was totally wrong. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for bringing it, yeah, buddy. Great choice, bud. Have you guys ever wondered what it would be like to hop in an RV, road trip around the continent, and sample some of the best whiskey along the way? If you've dreamed about it, but that goal is just out of reach, we have a great alternative for you. Fellow Cash Chaser and friend of the Cash Chasers podcast, Nate Woodruff, has embarked on a North American road trip, Whiskey with a View. Along with his four-legged sidekick, Sky, Nate is road tripping around North America in search of awe-inspiring views and hidden whiskey gems. The most exciting thing is, you can follow along for the adventure. Nate and Sky will be documenting their travels in hopes to both inspire and entertain, but they can use our help. They're offering seven different ways you can follow along and support the cause with special perks at each level. Proceeds for each tier go directly to the trip expenses only, and here's the best part. At the end of each month, all leftover money goes directly to charity. If you want to follow Nate and his travels, head on over to www.patreon.com forward slash whiskey with a view and browse all of the available options or just learn a little bit more about the adventure. Once again, that's www.patreon.com forward slash whiskey with a view or on Instagram at whiskey with a view. All right, fellas. Well, so like I said in the beginning of the show, I wanted to I have a topic that I thought would appeal uh, primarily to our newer uh, whiskey lovers, but I'm sure that our more experienced people will also have something to chime into uh, on this. So the question is, more often than not, when I go out, all right, the where, restaurants, you know, bars, usually the whiskey, unless it's a whiskey bar, the whiskey selection is limited, right? Mm-hmm. And so when that happens, is there a specific go-to whiskey you have that's, you know, readily available uh, and you know it's going to be there? What's your go-to What's a good good one to pick out when the selection's limited? So I can o- always find, and I enjoy it, and I'll drink it, uh, Johnny Walker Black. Ah, and your first, right? My, fir- your first? my first true scotch whiskey um, blended, but it, my first whiskey that I fell in love with. I have yet to find a place. Sometimes they'll have replaced it with a red label. I can't drink red label. I'm not no. being, it's just, it's just too, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I guess too hot for me, but... um. And there's not enough going on. But normally I can find a Johnny Walker black label. So if any bar, any place I go, it's going to be there. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes with as far as a bourbon's concerned, you'll get lucky and you'll find a lot. Of, I see I see a lot lately. Your Macallan 12-year will be on the shelf, um, something like that, something they know the namesake of. So they're like, oh, we got to have a Macallan. So they'll put that on the shelf. So those two. I, I think my, uh, my go-to is usually a Woodford Reserve. It's 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 safe bet that they have some 
one of them there, right? It's usually the 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 the, the standard. Uh, the uh, Woodford Rye is fantastic, but that's less available. But the Woodford Reserve is always a good go to, and um, it's it's a great whiskey. I always have Woodford Reserve in my collection. It is. It's it is such a good, a good yeah. It's such a good go to for me. And uh, you know the reason I wanted to talk about this, especially on this show, is because I feel like. That can be the cause of a lot of uh, angst when you go out. What do I drink? What do I drink? I'm new to this. I don't want to sound or, or I, I don't want to. You know, I don't want to sound like. Or a when new you person. go to someone's house that they don't drink oh, whiskey, but they know you're in the point. world of whiskey. Mm-hmm. They don't know what to serve you, mm-hmm. so they're yeah. like, um, "I don't have anything good." I hear that a lot. I'm like, "Yeah, no, you got Jameson yeah. right there. Yeah. I'll drink the Jameson." That's, you know what? And the bigger names, the more notable names, I feel like people are scared of it because it's like, "Wow, this is just a, a brand whiskey. Everybody can get it. Everybody can get it. It's not good." Well, and your your more recognized names to the people that you know are again just getting into whiskey you're you're jameson you're johnny walker you're even jack daniels that they, they got where they are for a reason you know they're making they're making a solid product for a zillion years a consistent recipe yeah, they, they have a consistent recipe that people are consistently getting what they want out of it so i i would say number one Start with a brand you've heard of, yeah. you know, if, if it's some, or, you know, if it's something, if it's something that you've never heard of, then maybe you want to try it just to sort of or sample be it. bold and go, go try something you haven't heard. Mm-hmm. Another, a bourbon, and I'll let Aaron go, that I just saw on the shelf over there um, that I'll, I'll reach for is Bullet. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I enjoy Bullet Bourbon. And that's everywhere. Yeah. And then <laughs> you, you know, easily, I did two scotches, that's my bourbon, Bullet. Well, and uh, another thing I would say just about um, when you're, when you're out, uh, at a bar or something like that. Uh, whiskey is one, is one of these things that it's okay. And you even want to sort of upfront, uh, talk about, you you want to upfront spend a little more to have a taste of it so that you don't go spend in a hundred dollars, a hundred dollars, a hundred dollars. Ballers. That's right. So you don't go uh, spend Aaron's, $100. Aaron's bottom shelf whiskey is Pappy 20. 20. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's like, I'm really slumming it, I yeah. think. But ser- seriously, you, I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather, you know, go spend 30, $40 on a pour and go, okay, you know what? I didn't really like it. I'm happy. I didn't go and spend, you know, $180, $200 on that bottle. So at at, at the end of the day, if, if you're just looking for something that you know, you're going to like reach for, uh, you know, order something you've heard of Mm. is what I would say. Um, you know, it's, it's nice to sort of know sort of like the, the bottom, the very bottom shelf versus, you know, a little, a little bit higher up. Uh, but I mean, you can go into a, a zillion different brands for that scotch specifically. Um, one that I see a lot of places, um, or two that I see a lot of places are going to be uh, Glen Glenfiddich and Glenlivet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. always. And, yeah. and so almost everywhere has that. Nothing wrong with them. Yeah. It's, if you want a decent scotch, a, de- a decent single malt, um, order one of those. They're always good. You know, they're never going to be a bad If you scotch. go to like a work event or something, you'll see, and I know you go to a lot of like B&I and stuff mm-hmm. like that, um, if they're serving alcohol, you'll see your doer's white. Yeah. You'll see your Johnny yeah. Walker red. Makers. Makers. I'll, you know what? Makers? I'll makers grab a Makers. Makers is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Doers I can't do, but Makers, I would makers. grab that. Um, or, you know what? Ask your bar. 
Mm-hmm. If it's a common bar you go to and you love the location and they're not serving what you want, ask them. See what they can get. We have a bar. I have a bar near my hometown who are cask chaser fans they are. Um, called McGregor's. I love McGregor's. I love the people at McGregor's. Shout out to Stephanie and her team. Hey-o. Um, they actually put a uh, cask chaser's uh, shrine up they for us. They did. Um, we're, we're big time, fellas. Yeah, we're we getting there. Right. We're getting there with our favorite, in, you know, um, how many How many of us are there? The, Five. The leadership team. Five the of leadership us. Team. The leadership team. Uh, five six, of us. Six. Yeah. Six, six of us. Six so, of us, yeah. Yeah, so there's six bottles our favorite from our favorite distilleries. And... Um, but that was that's them making an effort to appease the whiskey drinkers out there and kind of and baptize the new people that don't drink whiskey. That's for the whole premise of this show is when you get up to the bar, what do I order? What do I what do I go to? And they decided some that choices that we that you know we have cash See, chasers if, have some if choices. You guys, if you guys uh, happen to find yourselves in the area of Haver to Grace, Maryland, um, stop by McGregor's. You'll you'll see you'll see our lineup of um it's each of us has uh you know one of our one of our favorite whiskeys and there's a little description of each one so you can read that and you can go oh okay that does sound like something i would like or oh that seems a little bit dangerous i don't know if i want a whole lot of that peat a whole lot of that smoke um so that's i mean that's a great place to start if you're in our area i promise you too one of the reasons you know aaron and i started cast chasers the group um was so people could have an outlet to speak to to the people to talk to. So if you're in a bar and you just don't know, I take a picture, post it, and I yeah. join a group. Hopefully it's cast chasers. But if it's not, you know, join a group, join a whiskey group, post the picture within a minute. Yeah. You'll have answers. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Po- post a picture of what you're, of what you're thinking about ordering and you'll very readily get, several responses as to do people like it why do they like it why don't they like hey, real it real quick what was your uh, what was your go to for mcgregor's uh highland park my favorite oh, distillery yeah. the 12th? so i don't have a favorite whiskey i mean they're all over the place my favorite distillery is highland park i love what they do and what they create um they put the uh, highland park 12 um for me um which was which is a beautiful beautiful whiskey yeah. and um yeah, that's my go-to. How about you, Aaron? Um, what they have over there for me is the Oban 14. Um, Oban, again, a Highland. Mm-hmm. Um, Highland is my favorite region just because you, you're going to get so many different variations because some of your islands are in the Highlands. Um, so uh, uh, Oban Distillery, close to the coast. You get a little bit of that brininess, but you also get a little sweetness, a little floral, and you're going to get sort of that distant smoke. And I just really like it. It's a it's a journey. You know, the the... The whiskey itself is a journey. So Oban 14, uh, they've got 18. They've got uh, Oban Little Bay is a oh, little less got, expensive. They've got so many. Yeah. There's a it's whole good. bunch of them. So I highly Scott, recommend Oban. Scott, Scott's do you, was do you Southern have Comfort, one? I think. Yeah. SoCo and Lime, baby. <laughs> it's literally, it's a lime. <laughs> and a, no, what was yours? Uh, mine was the uh, Balvenie Caribbean cast. Oh. God, that's delicious. Which I did, which I picked for a few reasons. A, a it is one of my, one of my favorites. Uh, B, uh, I love the process that goes into that one, right? Because the distillers they use a mix of of rum casks, and it's a it's a very specific mix of um of Caribbean rum casks uh, that they use, and uh, and then after uh, uh, fourteen years they put it in there to finish, mm. and it's amazing. So the from the process standpoint alone, uh, alone when you read about and I, I challenge you to go read about the process of how they pick out these West Indie rum barrels. Um, but just from the process alone, it, it was amazing to me. And Beautiful. then obviously when you taste it, it's it shows. That's my close second. 14 Belvini. years. I mean, I, I know we, we, we talk about a lot of aged whiskeys, but like just 
in general, 14 years. It's the perfect amount of time. It is. That's a gorgeous whiskey. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, anywhere from 12 to 18 is a really solid. That, I think that's the age that's range. the sweet yeah. spot right there. Yep. And 15. It, it can change depending on distillery. You might find some distilleries really nail it at 10 years, but it, anywhere in there, you're you're going to have yourself a pretty solid whiskey. Uh, scotch specifically. Yes. Sco- solid. The, scotch in that whiskey. list, I think there was one bourbon. Right. Yep. That, Angel's Envy. Yeah, Angel's Envy, which is which is amazing, delightful. Um. But if yeah. there was one to pick out, that would be the one, right? Mm-hmm. So I think, so ask your bartender, you you know, you go to a bar, ask, you know, can we get something different on the shelf? I'm interested in A, B, and C. See if they appease. If not, there are, try different things. I've seen, I've seen well whiskeys that are, I've just gave it a shot and, you mm-hmm. know, but you're going to find a Makers. You're going to find a Johnny Walker bar. Yeah, you're going to sure. find something decent to sip on. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, so as always, we uh, well not as always we're we're kinda starting new. To, it's kind of new. This yeah. Off. yeah, it's a little new, but we always want to hear from you guys out there, and so we're we're trying to help bring uh, give give our listeners a voice on the show, and one way we're doing that is by uh, answering listener questions live on the show. And so if you haven't done so, make sure you check out our social media pages. There's posts out there asking for for questions, and we're keeping track of all of them. And you may just get a shout out on the show. So this week. Our question comes from Mr. Scott Seymour. Hey, Scott. <laughs> Hi, Scott. And Scott was asking, if you like the higher price whiskey, which one would you recommend as a lower price alternative? So we tasted the Weller. So is a good idea, is a good example. So if you can get your hands on anything Weller, the Weller Special Reserve, um, inexpensive if you can find it. Um, again, I paid 45 bucks for this. Um, versus your Pappy Van Winkle, your specifically your Rip Van Winkle, your ten year, which is impossible to find yeah, or get yeah. your hands on. It goes toe to toe, easily toe to toe with that whiskey. Um, so you're not paying out the wazoo for it. Yeah, so. yeah. I would say if if you're if if you're somebody that really likes bourbon, that you really like those bourbon flavors, anything anything in the Weller line is going to do good. You're not spending hundred, two hundred, three hundred dollars on it. I would also say if you're a real bourbon fan. A really good, really inexpensive one is Larceny. Oh, Larceny! Well. Wow. Another weeded too. Yeah, yeah another yeah. weeded bourbon. Um, sweet. It's it's. I, I think it's it's really full. Got a really nice mouthfeel too. Twenty five to thirty dollars. I, I can spitball my cheap Scotch selection pretty you know pretty quickly. Um, blended Monkey Shoulder, inexpensive, mm-hmm. delicious, yep. amazing. Uh, anything about Belvini. Uh, yeah. Belvini's great. Highland yeah. Park twelve year. Highland Park fifteen. Um, the Highland Park. So I've had the Highland Park twelve fifteen different series of these and different expressions and you know from these whiskeys. But so it varies. But the twenty five I had was superb. Um, the Highland Park eighteen and fifteen were knocking at the door. Yeah, and yeah. you're not paying that twenty five year price point, but they're grand whiskeys. Um, Lagavulin sixteen. Pretty sure. simple to get your hands on. Pretty mm-hmm. inexpensive. It started going up though. I mean, you're, you're looking yeah. at 100, 110 $112 nowadays. But but the twelve uh, the twelve year, mm-hmm. if you can, you know, um, is is pretty good if you can yeah. if you can find yeah. it. And I don't think you pay as much for that, right? What is D- that about? Nowadays, you are paying as much. Yeah. But but they do they have a nine year, which is still yeah. good. That's what I meant. The nine year, yeah. the twelve years actually are difficult yeah, yeah. to find. The nine yeah, years the nine, what I was talking about. They have a nine year. That's a little, so that that's one thing to say. Um, if there's if there's a a, a whiskey brand, I'll, I'll make two two direct correlations just between one that's a little more expensive one that's a little less expensive. So uh, Lafroig, not expensive overall. Lafroig 10 is going to be one of your less expensive Islas, uh, one of your less expensive peated smoky whiskeys. It's going to hit you at around $50, $55, somewhere in there. 
Um, sometimes you can just take a step down from that same distillery. So uh, you might want to go after the Laphroaig Select, which is, to me, it's not as full, doesn't have a lot of that, um, you know, it, 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 it's not as much of a journey, but you're going to get that, that same sort of peat, that same sort of smoke, not as much of a finish on it. And bizarrely, it's got a lot of a wood flavor, which for a non-age statement is a little weird. I think some of that's coming from your peat and your smoke. Uh, so sometimes you want to just take a step back, like, oh, wow, you know, that Macallan 18, um, you know, that's going to be great. You know what? Try, try a Macallan 12. You're still going to get a solid and, product. And the Macallan 12 is, is fantastic for its price point. So the thing, you, so with scotch, age is kind of the go-to with uh, price, you know, how long, which makes sense. 25 years in a barrel, a lot of it, majority of it has been, you know, evaporated. Um, so there's very little of it to serve. So it's kind of pricey. Um, you can get a little, you know, you can get a little close to that flavor with a 15, with a 12. Your bourbons, think about what the major bourbons are out there. Um, Rip Van Winkle, 10-year. $60, $60, $40 price point. Yeah. Probably cost yeah. you six yeah. ninety nine to $1,000 to get right. a bottle of it. Yeah. Henry McKenna, $30. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? $30, 40 $45. You're going to get point. it for yeah. 60 now if you yeah. can find it. So don't, don't be one that just thinks, I have to get the name brand that's out there that's floating around the cloud right now. Some of these better bourbons were once everyday grabbers. So uh, on bourbons, uh, you know, two two lower price ones that uh, come to mind for, as a go-to. Uh, one is Knob Creek. Knob Creek is always, uh, I feel, is a good, a great go-to. Uh, but more so Four Roses. Yeah. Four Roses yeah. Is, is, A, readily available. Again, as we were talking earlier, uh, you can usually get that one out and about. But uh, Four Roses has that as a nice balance. I just bought a bottle of the uh, the basic Four Roses for I think twenty four, twenty five bucks. Yeah, I got we. Oh, we, we all did. We right? had, yeah, we we we, we <laughs> had we had a, we had a night that that we went out and we had like the uh, the small batch or whatever. That's right. Um, Bobby got a glass of the small batch and we were like, wow, I haven't had Four Roses in a long time. And within we, a, within a week, <laughs> we all, all of us all, all of us had, had a bottle. It. That's yep. right. The small batch is fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it's a little obviously a little bit more expensive, but if you can get your hands on that. Go for it, but the uh, the straight up four roses is is a great alternative to um uh, uh, to get one hundred percent agree. It, yep, a com- uh, nice balance of sweet and uh, a, l- a little bit of the um, a little bit of the grain in it, but fantastic whiskey. Uh, I guess that does it. I think it does. Shall we? Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. Thanks to Scott Seymour for uh, for submitting his question, and for all the listeners out there, if you want to be like Scott, get a little shout out on the show. You can do so. Check us out on Facebook, uh, Instagram, and Twitter at Cash Chasers, or you can send us a message at podcast at cashchasers.org. And who knows? Your question may end up on the show and be the uh, subject of our entire episode. So uh, we, thanks, thanks to everybody for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. Cheers. Cheers.